listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 267. This episode is sponsored by Unplugged Float Essentials. You heard us talk about this new sponsor on the podcast last week. Hopefully you've ordered them by now, but if not, you can go and get a discount on these amazing new bath salts by entering discount code GGW. And Claire, have you tried them yet? Yes, they're really, really great. I am actually not even really a bath person typically because yeah, I was sort of ask, like, are you a bath? You're not. No. Yeah. It's, I feel like people soup a little That's bit. That's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yes. I believe we have this conversation. Yes. But um, I do really like the idea of CBD products, whether or not, as we talked about last week, whether or not cannabis is legal in your state, CBD is legal in all 50 states because yep. it is non-psychoactive. Um, but for me, this was just like a really easy gateway into trying a CBD product. I didn't have to worry, didn't have to ingest it, kind of worry about that. So really, I really noticed a big difference in just my overall kind of, it just chilled me out. It does chill you out. Yeah. I like it. Feels really Anything, good. It does. Yeah. So go to Unplugged Float essentials.com use code ggw get your feet wet haha <laughs> in the cbd cla- in the cbd craze this is like such an easy get way for on you to in try there it out. try it out and support the podcast at the same time so thanks in advance for supporting us because we love you and we like to bring you new products and original products that not everyone is uh putting out there for y'all so thank yep. you so claire and i are going to recap the crossfit games even though you're listening to this a couple weeks after the crossfit games we were recording this pretty close to what two I days i just got home claire like- just got back eight hours ago and we couldn't wait because we wanted it to be fresh in our minds and we wanted to give you guys all the goods on what happened at the CrossFit Games and uh, of course we get really sad when we come home because living in CrossFit land for four days is just so much fun so I think this is kind of our way to just keeping the party going. So tiring. So tiring. Every single year okay so two things happen every single year. The Mm -hmm. first thing is that, that like April rolls around and we're like do we really want to go to the CrossFit Games again? Like, you know, like every single year time we sort passed, of, yeah. time has passed. And every single year, you know, we kind of like get farther and farther away from CrossFit being our central message or CrossFitters being our central listenership. And so I was kind of like, do we really want to go? Like, yeah, let's just buy tickets. You know, if it doesn't work out, we can always sell the tickets. And then inevitably by the week of the CrossFit Games, we're like in like freaking out. Like, oh my freaking God, Freaking out. And we're like texting each other by every five seconds. Like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe oh. this post. And the other thing that happens is every single year at the beginning of the week when we see the post from the athletes starting to check in, yep. we think, why, why are we there? We get, yeah, why didn't we get there sooner? Why didn't we get there sooner? And then we then we say, you know, every single year we wish we'd gotten there sooner. Next year we're going to do it. Next year we're going to get there on Monday and we're going to be there the whole dang week. And then by like Saturday afternoon, we're so – so then we actually do get there like on Thursday. And by Saturday night, we're so exhausted that we're like, oh my God, this is why this we is don't why get there on Monday. Every single year, I'm like, I there's no way I could I handle could more than the 40. Week. It's kind of like Vegas, but you're just so yes. taxed. You're so emotionally stimulated that you cannot last more than four days. So no. and there is tired. so much – so yeah. hot. Yes, and there's there is such a thing as – too much of a good thing. And I think that that is a good example of, we get so excited. It's like the perfect amount because I would not want to be like ready to go home. Like I, I'd feel no. sad. Like I always leave feeling like I wish I wanted more. Like I right. wish I had more time. And I think that's the kind of the perfect scenario. So it was so much fun. Okay. Let's talk about year two in Madison. Year two in Madison. But before, before we get into that, can I ask you what your, cause you went to one year more than I did. So this is what your fifth CrossFit game, your sixth. This is my 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. This is yeah. my sixth. So, when you think back to six years ago, what 
like what's the difference honestly six years ago I was so not a part I wasn't I like when we go to the games I feel like an insider yeah and I think that makes it so fun like I mean yes we're there just like everybody else else else's spectate but we do know a lot of the vendors we do know a lot of the athletes we do know a lot of the judges even and like the CrossFit HQ staff you know we're running into Greg Glassman's wife and saying hey how are you and Thirteen, you know, in 2013, I was barely a year into CrossFit. Didn't we I, you know, just start the podcast? Like we had just we started, had just started, like the maybe four like episodes weeks ago. Yeah, and so right, exactly. Nobody knew who I was, yeah. obviously, and so, but I, I do remember still feeling that, like, just so excited, like, oh my gosh, I, I remember, um, because in 2013, it was still pretty rare to like see a CrossFitter in the wild. Yes. And you know what that makes me think of? Sorry to interrupt you, but like I remember that was around the time that I started at my gym and well, it was probably like close to you, like six months-ish, but I remember I got my my CrossFit shirt. Like it was a big deal to get your first like gym shirt. And I wore my gym shirt to the airport when we went to Hawaii, like on the plane, like I traveled in my gym shirt. And I remember people were coming up to me being like, what, what's, do you do CrossFit? Like I've heard about that. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Exactly. And I remember, I will always remember this, the very, very first day. So the first two years, Brandon and I were so, so broke and we, my mom lived in San Diego and so we would drive. We stayed in San Diego and would drive from San Diego to I LA. I remember every that. Morning. Oh my! Because we gosh. couldn't afford a hotel, and it was already like really expensive for us to be there. And, yeah. Um, this was also back like the CrossFit Games didn't sell out in 2013, you know. And so we had like tennis stadium tickets, and it was open seating. You just kind of got there whenever. It was not a big deal. And like thinking about that back to that now in 2016 when we were in Carson. It was like a mob to get into the Tennessee. We didn't yeah. even buy Tennessee tickets that yeah. year because it was so crazy. So just in that short period of time, how much like crazier it got. But I will always remember we had driven up from from San Diego. So we left the house at like six in the morning. We'd driven up from San Diego and we were stopping at this gas station. Do you remember how in Carson there was like that mall totally. right across the street from the Hub Center? So we yeah. had stopped at this gas station that was like right on the corner of that mall shopping center to buy sunscreen. And I just remember being in the car and looking around at everyone else in the park in the parking lot of this gas station, and they were all wearing CrossFit things. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I remember you telling tell, saying that. Yeah, and and it because at that time, like you know, now you go to the grocery store, you see five people wearing nanos. It's like not a big deal. Yeah. At that time, it was really really rare to see someone else to be like, "Oh my gosh, that person does CrossFit." And that was just so cool to me to realize, like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they're out there. They're out there. My and, people like, exist. Right. I felt so connected. Like I felt like these people get it. Like, and especially in 2013, CrossFit was my whole life. Yeah. And so it was just so cool. Um, and I still feel that way. Like when I'm walking up in the morning, that first morning, I'm like, here I am at CrossFit land. Like it totally feels like walking up to Disneyland. Yeah. It really feels like you're around your people and I can't say it enough. Like it's just so much fun to get there and be around all these healthy people. And I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, why don't because I could handle three, four days in CrossFit land, like from morning till night, we are there. Like we don't leave. We just stay at the venue all day. And I remember telling Scott, I was like, it's so weird that I can do this, but like, there's no way I would ever do this for like a music festival. And what made me realize the reason why I can do this is because 
it's healthy. I don't feel like people are walking around shit faced. Like people aren't being rude and obnoxious and like gross and disgusting. Like guys aren't like all great point. I feel like I have never thought about how no one's drunk. I mean, there's like a couple people that are drunk. They're drinking, but but it's like no one's sloppy. There aren't like weirdos like (laughs) running around like every other crowd situation you could think of. It's like a day or like a multi-day festival. Everyone's drunk or like out of their minds. Just obnoxious and gross. And yeah, like if you're sober, it's not fun for you because everyone else is like stupid, you know, so you have to put up with stupidity. And instead, everyone else is just like, I just want cold brew and sweet potatoes and get out of my way. Yeah, exactly. Give me an ice cream cone. Yeah, come chill with me and uh, maybe we'll have some ice cream too while we're at it. But yeah, no offense to people who go to music festivals. And if you do get wasted and that's your thing, that's just not my thing. Like, no, (laughs) it's just not not my thing. Like, I... I cannot stand it. Like I, the thought of that makes me cringe, but I was like, I could just do this all day. I'm walking around, I'm meeting people. So yeah. So, so you feel like at this point, I mean, obviously it is a different experience for you, but so you got in Thursday, you picked up the tickets. I met you Thursday afternoon and we went straight with Shane Farmer. We went straight to the venue because we were going to look for the um, athlete. Right. They we had that like, athlete, the athlete opening, like, ceremony. opening ceremony. And we were going – there was supposed to be like a quote-unquote meet and greet, which apparently turned out to be just the athletes like walking by. So I'm glad – we didn't actually even end up going in the venue, which I'm glad we didn't. But we did end up kind of getting just like the lay of the land mm-hmm. and um, – Said hi to some of the vendors. We went And then we – Said hi to Chesty. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we went down and got downtown and got ramen in this like we were trying to get in everywhere. Oh everywhere my was gosh. Like, that was so funny though, because it was we, so were, funny. we go downtown and the like I'm I'm thinking, oh, we can just go to Gray's, like we'll probably have a little bit of a wait. Oh no, the entire downtown is taken over by CrossFitters. Like CrossFitters all over the place. And so I'm like, oh, this is how this weekend's gonna be. Like all the healthy restaurants are gonna be taken because all the CrossFitters are in town. And it turned out actually we ended up we like Brandon and I went out on Friday night and it was not that way at all. I think it was just like Thursday night. Everyone had just landed. Oh, yeah. They converged on the Capitol. Um, but anyway, so we were getting to the point that we were like getting like crisis mode hunger. Yeah. And we're wishing I was. Her. You guys were being more you patient were. than me. I was like, were, like I can't wait. Mode. You were nope. like, I got to go back to the hotel. Do yeah. you have I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to leave like, before waiting an hour. Joy is like. <laughs> Abort mission. Getting desperate. <laughs> yep. Um. And Shane's like, well, do you guys like ramen? We're like, yeah, sure. He's like, here's this random door I just found yeah. that has a ramen menu It was menu like Alice in Wonderland door. All of a sudden, we like walk oh, through great. this like door of darkness, and there's ramen in there, and people eating so, ramen. It was so good. So next time you're in Madison, it's, it was called Morris Ramen, and it, it does seem like this hidden weird little door. Well, I think there right was a front door, but we went through the but back there, way. It was, but the front door was just as hidden. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't see the front. I just It was so dark in there, though, but it was great. It was great. We had delicious food. And then I, I should also add, you are going to be hearing a lot about Shane Farmer in this podcast because yeah. Shane stayed with my in-laws with me. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, so I've been working, I've, I've mentioned this a, a little bit, but I've been working with Shane on a bunch of dark horse rowing stuff. I'm helping him, I guess not helping him, working for him, um, doing his email marketing and some helping him out with some other stuff. And so a couple of weeks ago, he and his family were, have, we're living in France all summer. And a couple of weeks ago, he was like, yeah, I don't know. Like I want to go to the games, but it's kind of late to make plans. And I was like, 
I have a guest room for you at my in-laws house if you want. So he jumped on that and um, that's why we hung out with Shane so much and that's why you'll be hearing his name so much. Yes. He was an unofficial we girl gun wad. Well, everyone saw yeah. our everyone saw our Insta stories where we were like waiting for Shane and we were laughing so hard because we got to a point where we were just getting so giddy that we were just laughing. Oh, that was so funny. We were just and sitting on why, the stoop. And that's why I was his ride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, waiting for Shane, having a good time. Okay. So the first day, this is the funny thing too about the games is like everywhere you go, you're like looking for your people and walk into the hotel. You see, sh- I mean, if you guys haven't been to the games and you go next year, like you just feel like you're in CrossFit land. There are CrossFitters everywhere. The town is expecting us. They are so welcoming. Um, so yeah, I get there on Friday. Let's see. Did I meet you there? Did you? Yeah. Cause I think I walked there cause I woke up with like the worst headache ever. I was like, I need to walk. So I walked uh, along the lake and I saw the Reebok CrossFit barge, which I thought was the cutest idea ever. But The only downside was there were no openings for any of the classes. So essentially Reebok had a barge out on the lake and you could boat out there and do paddle boarding. They had CrossFit classes. They had yoga. They had all these cool fitness events out on the barge the whole weekend. I think actually it was there the whole week. Um, So next year I'm going to try to book something way, way far in advance once they announce it because that looked like so much fun. I think all the classes were free too. So jump on that next year if you... uh, if you if they do it again yeah and it just looked like I just wanted to swim out in the lake it just looked I, so it was, inviting yeah it looked so inviting and it was so hot so um so day one I I just want to say that everyone really uh all the listeners really stepped up to the plate in uh coming up to us and saying hi because I feel like we got a lot of more a lot more hellos this year definitely and I mm-hmm. loved that a lot of people came out there like you said you to said to say hi like no this perfect. You are exactly following our directions. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> so, okay. Rather than going through like a play-by-play of the whole weekend, yeah. what was, what do you think that was like the most improved this year over last year? Oh in Madison? my gosh. I feel like the layout, just the lay of the land was so much better. So they, A, I feel like they had more bathroom access, which is like huge for me. They had way more bathroom access. It didn't smell like cow. So somehow they figured that out. The vendors and the food trucks, everything was just laid out better. So I feel like it flowed a lot better because last time the food trucks were right when you walked in. So there was just a mass of people standing right when you walked in that you had to walk around. It was so annoying. Um, They put more tables by the big Jumbotron. They had way more seats in the uh, field, like in the North field where we were watching the outside events. So I was, I saw a huge difference this time. I just feel like they figured a lot of the kinks out. Yeah, I definitely felt a lot more spacious. Like I felt like last year, I felt like people were jostling for elbow room all weekend. And I also think they did a good job of um, putting more events outside. I think that must have been huge. For sure. Last year. Because last year, I did feel pretty frustrated only having the festival tickets. It was yes. like, I kind of felt like I paid a hundred bucks to like get to into just, the vendor village. To get into vendor village. Yeah. Because, because last time too, you said you're like, there's no seats at the field outside. There were no seats at the field. The beer tent was comp- like the beer, quote unquote, beer garden was like completely crazy the whole time. And the Jumbotron, they really didn't think about setting that up to be like a seating area yeah. whereas this year they did thankfully yeah. they were like oh yeah Thank there's goodness. a huge jumbotron right here people are gonna want to like hang out and watch i also think it was better because last year it rained so much yeah so it's like you couldn't really or you didn't really want to just be outside but yeah. anyway yeah i agree with you and i loved that they had i just felt like in general they had more food i really missed paleo nick because mm-hmm. they didn't have any ice cream sandwiches i know <laughs> and paleo creams. nick also has the best like breakfasts but yeah i mean 
Thank God for kettlebell kitchen pancakes, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Thank good. God for kettlebell kitchen pancakes. Yeah. I thought I just overall feel like it flowed way better and it was set up to accommodate all. I mean, of course, the weather had a huge thing in it, too. But uh, you know what my favorite place to go hide out was? This is like, I almost don't want to say it because now it's a secret. It's like, I know. But um, I, whenever I needed a break, I would go hide in the master's tent. <laughs> Or the master's arena. Like the like, age group yeah, pavilion? Yeah, the, the age group pavilion or whatever they call really? it. Really? Yeah. Because I, would... I went in there a couple of times and it was like packed and loud and super hot and no, sweaty. No, there's a, there's a corner by the kids club where I would just sit like by a bar. There's like a pillar. And the, the <laughs> cement was so nice and cold on my legs. I was like, oh my gosh, this is my new hiding spot. Like this is so great. And I would just go oh, sit there and I'd watch thought, some of the events. I thought you were going to talk about the Ramwad tent. Oh, that the true hidden oh, gem of that's the, game. the true hidden gem but i'm almost again mad that we're giving it away but maybe no guys whatever. the Ramwa tent was uh, an igloo nobody knew about it because nobody from the outside it, like, it looks kind of weird like it looked, it looked weird. kind it of like ominous yeah black geodesic tent yeah but you walked in and they had air conditioning blasting, blasting. And, and the games were in, the games were the, playing oh my and they gosh. had and you, seats and the fit aid tent was right there so you could like go get a fit aid yep. walk over sit on the couch in the robot tent yeah. just like let the air conditioning wash oh, over you cool down the cool down oh show gosh, was happening in yes. there in my mind cool, yeah. yeah it was my own personal cool down show the other favorite part that kind of kept me sane was constant access to zevias to cold zevias that was delicious like, and they had every single Did really Zevia out. Oh, I Zevia'd out so hard. And I was kind of like at one point, like, okay, this is so much bubbly water in my stomach. But I wish I liked Zevia. Uh, I, I just, just needed something cold. I was no, so I agree. hot I just weekend. don't like the taste of Stevia. I, I wish I did. It's it's any, it's any all what you, it's, that's the only thing that you can taste, right? For me, and if like Stevia is in something, it's all I taste is the Stevia. Yeah. Oh, well. So we watched, a, I feel like this year, I like you were talking about earlier about buying a ticket. Like, I feel like I watched so many more events this year for that reason. Like my whole goal, I think last year, our goal was kind of like, I think with every year we meet more people and we get more of like the quote unquote insider's view. But I, I really wanted to focus this year on like just meeting cool people and having a good experience. And I didn't care so much about like doing all these crazy connections or I don't know, pimping the podcast, um, which is great. And I definitely, I'm always looking for opportunities for that, but I just wasn't worried as much. So I took more opportunities to go watch the events, which I'm so glad I did. And I really, 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 really enjoyed watching the masters. Like, I feel like it's just a nice scaled down version of watching the events um, for the individuals because you walk in, it's crowded, but it's like the perfect crowd. It's not crazy that you always can find a spot to sit um the events are really inspiring the athletes are rad so that's kind of like my new favorite thing to do yeah i agree it just is so i felt like we had a better flow in general totally better flow yeah yeah and um, i think that has to do with spectators too like we're getting used to the venue so there's a part of this that's probably like what do we do here how does this work I loved like the first, I think it was Friday when they had the, um, was it Friday or Saturday when they had the obstacle course outside? So I love that, that you like, you walk up and the obstacle course was like right there. Like anyone could, already could all gather around. already together in my mind. Um, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Was it this week? Was it last week? Know. Was it years ago? Yeah. Was it this morning? CrossFit Games. I don't know if they did this last year, but I actually downloaded it this year. Was the app? They did yeah, do it they, last year. No, last year they, they didn't? didn't do it actually. Oh. Or maybe they, maybe it was two years they ago they have. didn't do it. Oh, you know what I've, it was? It was that they didn't have the open leaderboard on the app last year. And oh. this year they did, but they did have the app last year. And I yeah, I found that really it. helpful. And I will say, even though the service was bad, it was a little bit better. A smidge better. A skosh. Skosh. Yeah. 
Um, All right. So what are you what are you wanting to take into next year? Like what like fresh out of the games joy? Mm -hmm. You're like, all right, next year, this is what I'm going to do differently. Oh, my goodness. Um, So I think every year I go into it like and I I, I'm laughing at myself because I'm like this. I feel like this is such a serious question that we have to take so seriously. But I think that next year I do want to plan ahead of the events going on because I want to take up. There's so many cool coaches that are doing presentations and seminars throughout the whole weekend. Like one year when I did the running um, (laughs) clinic. You're just coughing. I, I feel like your computer was like moving so hard. It looked like you were like coughing so hard. Um, yeah. I, it turns out, guys, yeah. every time I go to the cross the Games, I get sick. Claire gets sick. Which so, is fine. Yeah. It's okay. But uh, if Claire sounds nasally. Uh, so when I did the running clinic with Chris Hinshaw, I just remember that being one of the most memorable experiences of my life, even though it was like maybe an hour of a clinic that he held. But we were with some really great people. I just remember it being a really small group and um, just getting up that morning and be having this experience. So I think next year I want to pay more attention to the schedule of what's going on throughout the weekend, even though that's the other hard part is you always have FOMO because there's like always something going on that you're like, well, I want to go to this, but this is going on. And then at the same time, we're like trying to network and meet people and, and connect. But I think next year I'd want to try to look for, for more opportunities to do something like led by a coach. Like Coach Bergeron, I was watching him, um, or sorry, Coach Bergener was what was doing like a a weightlifting clinic and so it was cool to watch him so I kind of stopped by but I think actually taking a class would be really fun to do next year what about you that's a good one um yeah I think for me it would be watching a little bit more masters and teens Mm -hmm. I only watched a couple events and every time I did I was like oh my gosh these people are so amazing it's so I feel like it's more inspiring somehow I agree I'm like okay I'm gonna start training now for the 60 plus that's what I was saying I was like okay maybe if I start now I can make it for the 60s I have 30 years to train I hope that's long enough (laughs) yeah TBD if I can get a muscle up in the next 30 years yeah but if so that would be great yeah I did see Nicole Christensen and she was like, do you have your muscle up net yet? I- and I said, no. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, okay, I'll come over to Roots. I promise. She's like, just come over. So I emailed her. Yes. I was like, I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go get my muscle I know. Up. Well, we were talking like, you have it. You just don't have it. Exactly. Like, it's there. It's yeah. just not the pieces are there. That's They just haven't all been brought together in perfect harmony yet. Yeah. So this is what I was thinking when I was wa- watching the Masters athletes. Because I was like, I always have this this feeling of like, if I trained really hard, like how could, how good could I get? But at one level, is it just like pure kind of like, you know how Sam Briggs is just like a freak of nature strong. Like on, on some level, don't you feel like there's a part of that? That's just like, you have like some crazy natural mm-hmm. ability that you're, uh Oh, thank you. Love Claire just got some toys brought down to her. Sorry. I thought I had muted myself. <laughs> Apparently I unmuted myself. Miles is down here and he just brought me a few little of his camping toys. Oh, that's great. He has a little toddler multi-tool. It's very cute. That's very cute. scissors. (laughs) Sorry, I thought I muted myself. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, like, uh, don't you feel like on some level, they're just freaks of nature? Like... I don't know. You always wonder, like, you always wonder, like, how far could, how much more could I improve? I mean, I think a lot of those people have background like athletic backgrounds but like Shelly Eddington you know we talked to her and her background was like I mean yeah she was active she owned like a kids gymnastics but she but I you know I think you're just as athletic as any of that them were as any of them were them yeah prior to amping up their training yeah and I think the cool thing about masters too is that they most of them have lives yeah you know it's like they don't need to like quit their jobs and yeah (laughs) 
Right. It's competitive, but it's not so competitive that yeah. they can't, you know, it's like Sean Ramirez, I love because every single year that he's there, he has this huge pack of teenagers. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's like, I think he just brings his kids and are like, bring all your friends. Oh, I love that. It's so and great. You, you're walking around and there's like 30 12-year-old boys wearing Ramirez <laughs> jerseys. And you're like, who is this guy? He is rolling deep with like eighth grade boys. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, like I think it just depends on you personally how you do it because I also know of master's athletes who, you know, have given up things that used to be important to them in pursuit of this thing. And at that point, it's kind of like, you know, if you're a master's athlete, like – I mean, as we all know, to me, it wouldn't even be worth it to do that to get to the games podium, like to be an, as an individual. But I think even as a master's athlete, like the the prizes and like the glory is not all that much right? to the point where it warrants giving up family time or, you know, and like you have to make sacrifices to train at that level, but right. not to the point where you really, really have to alter your life. Exactly. I like playing with this multi-tool. It's like really yeah. fun, actually. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think you could do it. That that was what inspired me when I was watching him. I was like, okay, I'm f- going to be 41. Uh, how long would it take? Maybe, but then every single year they get better and better. So maybe by the time I'm 55, I don't know. You could do like start training now for like the 45 to 49 masters. There we go. Yeah. That'd be reasonable. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. But that was my new favorite thing. I feel like the master's mm-hmm. uh, pavilion was where I was I feel was like at. in past years, I've like really been excited about the teams. Team yeah. with an M. Yeah, yeah, This year, the team competition was not that exciting to watch. I don't know. There was just something about the events. I never really got that into it. Like last year, do you remember the Bob where they like couldn't walk off the field? Yes. I, I was, remember your Insta story from that still it was just because so they were just like – they Wobbling. literally, their legs literally were not working. Like yeah. they couldn't step down off the field. And this year, I mean, I didn't watch every single team team event, but I just felt like it wasn't quite, we tried to watch several of them and it was like, man, I'm just yeah, not we getting into, into this. It, yeah. And maybe it was because, you know, Mayhem Freedom was there or whatever, but I think it was just the events were all pretty long and the team events tend to be longer, obviously, because there's more athletes, but, um, or maybe it was, you know, because there were four instead of six. I don't know. I didn't really analyze it. All I knew was that, like, we'd start watching a team event and pretty soon I'd be like, you know, what? I'm kind of bored. Like, I want to get out of the sun. Yeah. And um, so instead, I think my my focus kind of shifted more to, like, oh, the, the Masters are fun to watch. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, too. What did you think of the events for individuals? Like, the whole um, handstand thing. The handstand walking. We all I know, know how I feel about handstand We all know walk. how you feel about handstand walking. I think they're stupid. Yes. I think they are a stupid test of fitness. I get... I get it. I get what they're testing. And you don't have to email me and be like, fair, handstand walk test, you know, eight of the ten pros across You're going to get so it. much handstand hate mail. I mean, I get it. Like, I get that yeah. they are, you know, the culmination of balance and agility and flexibility and strength and whatever, and co- you know, coordination. And But I just think that CrossFit hang, like, leans on them too heavily. Mm-hmm. To me, they are a stupid human trick. And if you want to put, like, one – you know, handstand walk in there just kind of for fun, then do it. But like to have it an entire final event be nothing but handstand walks, all, you know, like really advanced handstand walking. It was just like, is this really the best way to test people's fitness at this point to have them do an obstacle course on their hands? Well, he did have them do a marathon row on the first day. So maybe he was trying to be a little bit like, I mean, yeah, I think there was a great wide variety. Sure. Handstand walking is just one of those things that I wish the games focused on less. 
because in my mind, it's just like, okay, we get it. This tests a lot of things, but like, so does the limbo. It really does. We're not limboing. Still you know, voting for that. People look at the limbo and they're like, well, that's sort of silly. Right. That's how I feel about Hansia walks is yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not saying that it's not an effective way to test a lot of things. Yeah. What I'm saying is that it's silly and I just feel like there's better ways. I mean, yeah, and it just has one, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not a strong handstand walker, then like that event is total crap for you. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, one could argue like pedaling a unicycle is just takes just as much coordination, right? Completely. <laughs> Why don't they and do we, that? Like, exactly. Yeah. All that kind of like, there are so many other silly things you could be like, well, what about, why don't you tightrope walk? Why don't you get a slack line out there? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone would fall like, well, five years ago, everyone would fall doing handstand walks too, but. And you know, the pegboard, like, like they were sliding off the pegboard right. two years and ago. Like, there are still, for some reason, athletes who can't do the pegboard, and it's like, you got to train the pegboard. But I, I also think that that's a little bit silly. You know, there's those like very kind of mono, I don't know, these kind of very specific like weird little tricks. Mm-hmm. I get it, and I get why you would, in, why you would have it sprinkled in there, but I don't. I think they overuse it. Okay, that's my monologue. So the thing that I also wonder about is they, for example, so injuries and for example, the bike ride or the bike race at the beginning, and then also the obstacle course where a lot of people tend to get hurt on the, um, the net when they're climbing over that net. So, you know, Emily Bridgers had her ankle like just ripped that to shreds that, though. I thought it was, was no I think it was on the wall with the rope oh. where you have to like climb up and oh, over Laurel. the wall I guess I saw so many people just biff it on that like when they came yeah, over the, people, the rope like Patrick Vellner and yeah, Matt Frazier both yeah. fell off the net yeah so yeah. I just feel like like that is just I guess you can't avoid injuries but I feel like those types of things people are going to be prone to injury because they're the weird transitions that are just screwing people because they're not used to doing weird transitions or people aren't used to the little idiosyncrasies that happen on bikes when you're going, when you're biking all together, like one small move could just like throw everyone off. And you know, you saw some horrible crashes. Like those are pretty gnarly injuries. Those are not things that are just like, Oh, I kind of like have a sore shoulder from doing that really heavy snatch. Like these are things people are training. So I always wonder about that is like, can they just be a little more considerate about these athletes' health? Like they are training for years to get to this place and you're throwing these things at them that are kind of stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what's the line between like being creative and just doing like hard, you know, doing sort of not hard things, but like doing sort of out of the box things just to be out of the box. Right. Um, And then Sarah Sigmund's daughter, like just that poor girl with her rib. I bet that was from the row, to be honest You think so? Think about it. If you're going to get a stress fracture in your rib, oh, my Lord a row almighty. is like the perfect – rowing for three hours is like the perfect way to do it. That just makes me so I sad. Know, so that sad. makes me so sad. I'm trying to look for the um, – remember when I sent you the commentary that um, that Scott, Scott – <laughs> I want to read Scott's highlights. <laughs> Scott, Scott recorded Gosh. it for me, and he's like, I'm watching the highlights from today, and he just texted me this like – when I was at the game. So he t- sent me some texts and I sent them to Claire because I was like, this is hilarious. So Scott doesn't watch the CrossFit games, right? Like he's not a CrossFitter, but he was recording it for me. So when he turned on the recording, he just happened to like watch a little bit of it. And he's like, I'm watching the highlights from today. Fraser, Fraser, Fraser. I always want to say Fraser. Fraser is killing it again. The paddle board thing is dumb. They need a paddle or call it something else like board swimming. <laughs> it is. It's board swimming. It's board swimming. Holy totally true. <laughs> I know. I was disappointed that they didn't put 
rowing. They didn't put them in boats. It seemed, yeah. Somebody commented about this, and it seems so true. It's like, Madison, hey, we're surrounded by water on all sides. Castro, let's put you indoors in a rower for three hours. God. I just, I kind of want to know. I mean, it's all too about like watching people and he wants to yeah. do it for the spectators. I get that. But then there's a part of me that's like, and I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to watch sometimes because like, especially the injuries that are coming up, it makes me so sad that these people are like out for like, they, they're trying, like Sarah, like she's training night and day and all of a sudden she's out. I know that type of thing though, I think you have to kind of just accept as part of the part of the um, nature of working out really, really hard for five straight days. And that's the other thing. And I say this every time there's always like a moment at the games where I look around and I'm like, I'm paying hundreds of dollars to fly across the country and watch yep. people exercise. Yeah. It's professional exercising. It's very silly. I don't, I was thinking the <laughs> same thing as I was walking around with all these people and all these vendors, all the, everything. I was like, this is all, I mean, you guys listening, there are so many people like at one point on Saturday, I think Saturday is the busiest day for obvious reasons. Like everyone's there for, you know, if they got off work, they just got a day pass. Um, it is, there's so many CrossFitters. And the other thing I thought was really funny slash kind of weird. Um, no offense to anyone who did this, but I just was like, I don't know if I'd go to the CrossFit game, CrossFit games to go to a wad in that like separate area they had in the, in the what is what they call it the masters and teens pavilion or whatever age group age pavilion. group thank you yeah the people who, so the so, people who are going to so there there was a setup in the age group pavilion where you could do workouts like you sign up for a heat and do a crossfit workout didn't necessarily have to be a games workout but it was just like you could go do a workout you had like a slot of like maybe 30 to 45 minutes or whatever and it was packed and people were just there working out and i equated it to like the same thing like when a dog smells someone else's pee and they have to mark it it's like people see crossfit and they have to go do crossfit you know so like i need to go make my mark and like they had to go do crossfit because they were watching all this these crossfitters it was like the weirdest thing well i think you and i have the opposite reaction where everyone's like oh are you guys dropping in anywhere and it's like no No. we are not because we are putting all of our energy all of our energy just like existing in this venue for four days and Um, it takes so much energy you guys it just takes so much energy but i can see i get these some people being like oh my gosh i'm so fired up right now for sure i just want to go like for sure which is why i didn't want to like offend anyone who did that yeah. because like good on you but i'm like there's just no way like the and whole time i will time- say though I, I did run into somebody who was like she was there and she was watching one of the athletes and she after the event she's like okay i got to go work out i'll see you later and i was like that is not how i feel right now no i'm like wow i am hot and sweaty yeah. i'm going to go sit in the yeah. <laughs> water Let's go to the wad, the Ram wad tent. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was real excited to go to get home and go to CrossFit on Monday morning because I was like, okay, now I'm jazzed. This like totally re-energizes your love for CrossFit, which it totally does. But I just wouldn't. And there's so many opportunities throughout the venue and the uh, the vendor village that you can like do a minute of burpees for for a free t-shirt or something like there's so many fun opportunities if you do want to get a little bit of exercise in, like you can do it to get some gear. But I just don't think I would do it for just for fun at the CrossFit Games, I'd be like, I just want to go watch people. Yeah, I'm just tired. <sighs> so tired. So um, should I talk about the vapes situation? <laughs> yes. Joy vapes now, guys. Joy vapes now. You have to. <laughs> the reason I wanted to bring that up because I was like, it's so tiring. It's so exhausting. So when I flew in Thursday, I noticed at the end of the night when I got back to my hotel that I drank zero drops of water throughout the day. Like I didn't drink any water. I mostly drank coffee. I think I had a couple of beers at dinner. Um, I was just like, oh crap, 
I didn't drink any water. And so I woke up Friday morning with the worst headache and it wasn't like a hangover. It was just like a, when you're so, like if you studied for an exam and spent like five hours on an exam, like that's how tired my brain felt. I just felt like all the energy was sucked out of my brain. So I told Claire, I was like, I need to walk to the games today because I'm really tired. So I, I'll meet you guys there. So I walked there because it was only like about 30 minute walk from my hotel. And so I got some fresh air. I got to the games and I still wasn't feeling good, but I'm like, I just need to drink water, drink water. And I was drinking water, but nothing was helping. And so I was like, Claire, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to Vendor Village and see if I can like find something to, because you go to Vendor Village, you're going to find some type of supplement or something that's going to like make you feel better. They have all the sorts of like hydration and bars and what have you. So I turned the corner and the CBD tent is there and there's like this new CBD something, something, I can't remember the name of the company, but, um, I posted it in our Insta stories, but I turned the corner. They were right there. I walked in, there was no one there. And this girl out of nowhere just comes up next to me. She's like, hi. And I'm like, hello. (laughs) And I'm like, I have the worst headache. Can you help me? She grabs this dropper and starts dropping drops in my mouth. And she's like, here, hold this in your mouth. And she gets like some it looked like angel powder dust, like pixie dust. She like puts it in my mouth. She's like, hold it there. So she gives me all these like tinctures. And I'm like, what am, what am I taking? Like, what? she's like, oh, I'll just get, it'll get rid of your headache. It's just CBD oil. And I'm like, okay. And then they, her and this other girl just whip out these vapes. And I'm, they're like, yeah, you should vape it too, because that'll make your headache go, go way faster. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, they're just sitting here in the tent. And they like one had it like between her, like in her bra. And I'm like, okay, this is so funny. So um, I texted Claire because I was like, um, I'm at the CBD tent right now. And I just vaped because I have the worst headache ever. She vapes now. <laughs> Joy vapes now. That's probably going to be the title of this episode. Oh, <laughs> I just, I just thought that was the funniest thing because I'm like, from that one, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there was an episode where we talked about your first kiss experience. And what was the, what did the girl say at the beginning? It was like, say your six, your first kiss experience in like six words or less. Yeah. And, and she I, was like, I had done church an camp. post that was like, yeah, explain your first kiss in like five or six words or less. And she was like, you know, Kevin behind the bleachers, he vapes now. <laughs> Cause we, we all like, know that guy. That tells us everything we need to know about this guy. He we vapes now. We all know now. that guy. We and so know. the title of the episode is he vapes now. And we mm-hmm. to this day are getting emails about like, this is the best thing. I just like crack up every time I hear this. Yeah. So now guys, Joy vapes now. Joy vapes now. Joy vapes now. So oh my God. It totally got rid of my headache though. They were lifesavers to be honest, because I was so, I was in a lot of pain and it just, it really does. The games just suck the life out of me. It was so tiring. Um, and then we also need to talk about Bob Harper. Even though Joy and I have had an hour long conversation with Bob on Skype, Joy still can't do completely it. Completely. Nope. Loses her faculties no. when she is near Bob Harper. Yeah. So we just, found out on Friday yeah. that um, Julie Fouché would be interviewing Bob Harper and in like the training stage, which is like this big area right in the middle of the vendor village where they do all the demos and that they were going to be doing an episode of Julie's podcast. And so we were like, okay, well cl- clearly we have to go. So we got there. It, there weren't that many people actually. We like sat right no, in the middle on the I front. Was, yeah. I just swooped right and in front and center. At one point, um, right before it got started, I saw Becky Harsh standing off to the side she, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go say hi to she's Becky. She's the best. And she's, I love her. And so I'm talking to her and I turn on and look at Joy and realize that Bob is standing like five feet away from her right behind her and she has no idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, Becky, I have to go. <laughs> I walk over to Joy and I'm like, Joy, look to your nine o'clock. And she looks to her three o'clock. I'm like, no, you're other nine o'clock. <laughs> well, when I looked to my three o'clock, Becky was staring at me and then Becky points behind me and she's like, 
look over there. And she turns slowly and looks, and she just immediately gets this look on her, the same exact look she always gets when she sees Bob Harper, which is like, like the air has just gone out of the room. And like we're my sitting there. Like my heart's going to fall out of my butt. She's going to, her heart's going to fall out of her butt. And anyway, so Bob and Julie did their interview. It was really cute. Um, and I asked a question at the end. I felt very good about myself. You, so you, you guys listened. You, you nailed the ending too. They were like on that note. Yeah. I was like, here you go. Good question. Silver platter. Silver Nationals platter. platter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So that was, but so if you, yeah, go listen to that interview. But so we sat and then, so at the end we went up to him, there was like a line to say hi to him. So we were pretty quick, but we were just Slash, like, we made the line. We like, made the line. We were the friend of the line. We were like, we're joining Claire from Girls Gonna Watch. And he was so excited. He was so excited. He stopped and he looked at us and then he gave us a big hug. It was so nice. Yeah. And then I told great. him I loved him and then I left and felt really embarrassed, but that's okay. I don't care. Whatever. He loves it. Um, but that was like, that was probably one of the highlights. He, um, I also loved running into Christmas, who is like to this day my oh, biggest CrossFit crush. Yes. Little belly, yes, oh my gosh, she's, she's the adorable. Cutest. And Nicole Carroll, Nicole Christensen. Yes. I don't think I could name everyone that we saw. We saw so many people. Like you name I know, it, and all the amazing we listeners the that I know. Coach yeah. B, Coach B, uh, Coach B. Um, all the best people. The you listeners that came up and said hi to us, I love each and every one of you, and thank you for taking the time. To say hi to us. It was just, it meant, it means so much to us to meet you. Um, I love the gal that came up to us at our meet and greet at Chesty and was like, thank you, Claire, for talking about postpartum and <laughs> thank you for, you know, sharing all your stories on Instagram about that. And she started crying and then I started crying and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if you cry, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Yeah, no, it was great. And I think in that, those moments, like, because, guys, like, those kinds of posts are not super easy for me to post no. either. And every time I do, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be kind of embarrassing. Um, And so he, just anytime we hear from anyone who's like, oh, my gosh, the, when you talk about this or, you know, people who talk to you, who tell you, like, when you talk about your experience with macros and how it kind of effed you up. Like, I thought I was the only one who had a negative macro experience mm -hmm. or people who talk to me and are like, thank you for posting pictures from your chesty shoots. Like it encourages me to take my shirt off during the workout or like wear whatever the F I want to the gym and just not worry about it. And those, those are like the comments and the moments that just keep us going. I love it. The, for someone who is not like outwardly emotional verbally, you are really good at putting it into words. And I think that's why people connect so much is like, even though some, you, you mean you like written words? Thank you. Yes. Like written yeah. words. So like, even though you joke about, you're like, Oh, I'm not emotional or, Oh, I don't like feelings. You do it very well in written word. And that's why I think people really connect with that. I am an Instagram caption wordsmith. You what really can I say? Are. You really are. <laughs> um, so was there anything that annoyed you at the games? Like, I let me lead with this, okay? Because I do want to lead. I, don't worry, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> just give you this look. Don't get don't get us in trouble. There are there is a little bit of a camp at the CrossFit Games that's kind of like it is a little bit like high school where there's people that walk around. There's like the I'm a big yes, F and deal camp. Yes, there's I'm a big like, F and deal camp, and Claire and I have learned that we just don't give an F about the F and mean deal. girls. Yeah, they're the they're the plastics. They totally are the plastics. We do have a plastic situation at the games. I will say that, and it's really yeah. annoying. It is annoying, and you're just like, just be nice. <laughs> just like, be nice. Why do you gotta be like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't out anybody. Yeah. And it wasn't clearly was not any of our listeners. Oh my gosh. No. But like other people 
who think that they're hot shit CrossFit celebrities who you're like, are you? Are you really, though? Are you really, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the people that, yeah. I just, I really want to tell the story, but I'm not going to. Just being, just people who you've met like a million times and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, who are you? And you're like, you're not that big of a deal. Like, stop. Yeah. I'm Joy. It's Joy and Claire. Like, I know you know us. We talk to you all the time on social media. Yeah. You know who we are. Yeah. So there's like, sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. What was that? (laughs) You know who we are. (laughs) I'm so glad. I mean, I just had to get that off my chest because there are things about the games where, I mean, it's very small and I let it go, but it's just so funny to see that dynamic where there is a little bit of that, like, mean girls, you can't sit at our lunch table. Right. They're like, oh, well, we're in the Madison Club. Well, we're sitting at, like, the training booth. Well, we're, like, behind the scenes. And it's like, just... You know Go what? get a free Zevia like everybody yeah, else. Everyone else has a free Zevia. And you know what? We did that last year. So it's fine. Like, we're okay. Yeah. We made it through without our noses pointed to the sky. Like, oh, <laughs> there's definitely that. Like, it's a little bit of, like, classism or whatever it is. Fame. Right. Like, they're not, like, the great uh, Washington. Like, whatever. You sat in row 35 coming out here, too, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so on that okay. note, um, yay for Games 2018. Congratulations to you, Claire Toomey. We know you listen to this podcast. It's cool. We do, religiously, <laughs> so much. That's who we're talking about. She was like, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't cut your name. We're like, you know us, Tia Claire. We text you all the time. We're BFF. Which, the other thing is there was a point when we were in the beer tent, the beer garden, and all the female individual athletes had to walk by because they were going over to an event at the Coliseum, but no one yeah. knew they were going to be walking through there. But there's like kind of like this hallway where you can kind of reach over and give them like a little high five. It's like and a I, cattle drive, you guys. Yeah, like, it totally has is. to be so overwhelming for the athletes. For I can't sure. believe they make them do that. I know. Anytime that they have to walk in or out of the Coliseum, they have to walk through the beer garden and it's like this little sectioned just, off area yeah. but they're walking right by you and so yep. everyone comes over and they like want to give them high five yeah. and stuff. I'm like oh my Say gosh hi. this has got to be just let so, them go back. Yeah. Well, I was one of those people that I was like sitting there giving them high fives. I was probably annoying them. But the, you could tell the well, people that were super jazzed about it. And then yeah. there were the people who were like too good to give a high five. And I was like, oh, I don't really? Know that they were too good to give a high really? five. Really, Claire? It, okay. In my, think about it. Margo this, right? like he, gave me a hug. And I was like, see, Margo. Like, no, Margo. I know. That's Margo's true. Margo's like, our, okay, like, you know, Margo knows us. Yeah. Here's, here's what I will say. Okay. If you, Joy Parrish, <laughs> were in that cattle shoot, zero percent chance you would high five anyone you would be in your own world you would be like so overwhelmed because you, you just came out of the coliseum surround like you would be trying to process everything that's going ex- on no i feel like i'd be jazzed I because feel like people might feel are like, there for you if people are there for me like think of all the girls gone wild listeners where i'm like ah, like giving you hugs I just like, feel like but you have to do that over and over and over again and like be i grateful you, be grateful that you're in that know. position that's what i would I, be like <laughs> i think i would just be like stop but I mean, I would people, because I'm very like excited and extroverted. But if people, but, were, if I knew people were coming to the games to watch me, I would yeah. be like, you are amazing. Thank you so much for your time and your money and supporting us because we wouldn't be able to get to do this. Like, Yeah, I guess that's true. I'd be like Madonna I or Beyonce. Just, I can definitely see from their side of being like, I don't want to have to do this every single freaking time I walk to an event. Like, I don't know these people. I don't want to have to, like, waste all my energy getting jazzed and, like, high-fiving a million strangers. Well, here's I'm the exhausted. other thing. I'm, I like, think overwhelmed. in that instance, I was, like, the only person standing there with a high-five. There weren't many high-fives. No, I was you the were only the front person. of the line. The whole rest of the line was, like, Carrie Pierce know. was nice. She gave me a high-five. She gave, yeah, She's, like, a solid beast of muscle. She's amazing. You high-five her and you're, like, oh. Oh. Oh, wow. It knocked me over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, 2018 games... 
It's in the books. In fact, you know, now, people also always are like, are you interviewing anyone? Yeah. No. We also we don't never, really interview at the games no, because it's everyone's It's impossible. Very busy. It's impossible to interview at the games. So, so we just focus on making a lot of really good connections. We talked to Julie Fouché and her husband. Her husband's probably going to be on a future episode talking about all the awesome work he's doing. We just, I saw Armin from the Wadcast and I'd love to have him, him on in the future. He's just, he's so funny and I just, he's such a smart guy. So um, yeah, we make, we always make really good connections when we go there. I, I just, I feel like every year it just gets so much better and better. And public service announcement, if you are still listening to this podcast thinking that we're called Girls Gone Wadcast, surprise. Surprise. Girls Gone Wad podcast. Yes. Girls Gone Wad. We, I feel like we get an email every month that's like, I thought you were Girls Gone Wadcast. No. The Wadcast, no. Wadcast podcast, podcast is the men. original CrossFit they podcast. Are the o- they are the actual OGs. We the are the female spinoff. Female spinoff. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd give us a little more credit than that. Yeah, definitely not a spinoff. <laughs> Definitely not a spinoff. I will say that. Oh, and speaking of female empowerment, <laughs> I do agree. I was watching the end of the games today because I didn't get to, I was fly, flying on a plane. This happens every freaking year where I get my, schedule my plane, my flight when it's like the last event is going on. So I was watching the last event uh, just now and I do get annoyed that they've saved the men for last. Like, why don't they just yeah. let For being the females... an organization that is, like, so obsessed with being, like, we give our exactly. females that prize per- package. Like, the women are expected to compete with the men. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, like, but you... by the way, the men's final is more important. Yeah. In order. And, like, and it drives me nuts because, like, nobody cares about the men's final. No, they don't. the podium is our... – everyone knows who's going to win. Oh, I have one last question for you. Okay. What if they threw in – because I feel like this could be a really stupid idea, but I'm just going to say it. What if they throw in something where they, like – give the leaders a deficit at the beginning because every single year, like the same people win and I'm real tired of it. Like a handicap. Yeah. Um, I don't think that that would make a lot of sense. No. Because like, it's not their fault. They're so popular. (laughs) (laughs) My father, the inventor of toaster strolls. Mean girls applies to everything. We have a fun, um, future mean girls. We sure do. Hope you're ready for it. (laughs) Hope you're ready. (laughs) I hope you're ready for something. Oh, my gosh. And it might be in October. It might be I, October 3rd. I don't know. October 3rd. Who's to say? If we could get our shit together by yeah. then. <laughs> we always make it happen. We pull it together at the last we minute. We pull it off. It's true. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for uh, supporting the podcast. And also for those of you who came up to us at the games and introduced yourselves. Uh, we know some of y'all are real shy about that stuff, too. So I really appreciate you going out of your comfort zone to yeah. come and say hi to us and we really aren't that scary see we we were nice we're just like you we're just like you, you. <laughs> clear and joy they're just like us just like you <laughs> we drink free zevias we're just like you oh lordy <sighs> all right that's it for this week we'll see you next time go so check out unplug essentials.com use code ggw support the podcast yay Bye. bye, bye.